I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Chirambalai Birchall. And what do you think of this idea, Alistair? Oh my goodness. Show and tell, but for the office. <laughs> smell and tell. <laughs> show and smell? Show and smell. So wait, <laughs> you show and then you also do the smelling? <laughs> I, I, I guess... I guess they have to do the smelling, right? Yeah, because it's like, you know, but then maybe it's not Smell like sh- and tell. Smell, smell and tell. Okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's an office. It's so just it's still a, in the office. It's just, a, it's just okay, it's a show it's somebody's, it's somebody's first day at an office. I don't want to completely change your idea. Okay. No, Wait, no, 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 no. Show and tell, but in the office. What did you think of that? Like as in, it's just adults doing it for it's each other. It's adults doing show and okay, tell, okay, okay. right? So like there's, yeah. a, there's you know, somebody's first day. At a new job, yeah, right. And they're they're all in tell. the boardroom there, you know, getting a pep talk from the mm. boss, and then someone has to come up and 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 show something from their weekend. And then kind of somebody's just going like, "Well, so then I got these, and then <laughs> so you put these into boiling water, and then there's these little sachets that have flavor in them. So mm. Some of them are powder, and some of them are kind of a liquidy, <laughs> and ones are like a gelatinous kind of thing. <laughs> so it's somebody explaining, somebody explaining <laughs> meagering, yeah. <laughs> The office. Yeah. I mean, in as a scene, as a scene in a sitcom, yeah. I find that hilarious. <laughs> it's just a, you just see a little bit of it. And what 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 it invites you to believe is that on some level, mm. everyone else who works at this office is an alien, yeah, who, who does not know anything about the world, and they're trying to, you know, the mm. boss um, is trying to introduce them mm. to. To the the ways of the earth and and and, and getting you know getting it so they've got to go out there and they've got to come back and report and explain everything but that that's they've kind learned. Of quite interesting because they've done shows where it's like there's one alien on earth mm. and they've done you know where there's a few you know like they've done third rock mm, mm. right that's but a few aliens on earth aliens. <laughs> but yes but it's still it's still the aliens are the fishes out of water the fishes out of water right yes. in, in the human situation mm. now mm. this one it's a slight flip on it okay because it's the human who's a fish out of water in the alien yeah. workplace that is they are also fish out of water in the bigger world. <laughs> so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a human mm. in some water that is uh, itself out of a larger pool of water. Well, I think it's <laughs> I think it's a bit of water on a fish that's out of water. It's a human, <laughs> human fish. It's a human okay. amongst. It's a mermaid fish out of water. Yeah, that's right. It's a human amongst <laughs> fish out of water. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's a human in fishes out of water. Now, 
I've got so, a, so can, I tell a you, can I tell you I've got a great name for this show, by yeah. the way. It's also a twist on the office on the on, on the office workplace uh, mm. comedy. Mm. Now I want to hear what the name of it. It's called Inversion of the Body Snatches. Yep. <laughs> so in the inversion being the fish the fish out of water. Yeah, it's the, a, the, the fact that they it's the it's this one person trying to trying to fit in with all these um Aliens instead yeah, of the yeah. other way around. Yeah, yeah, inversion. Um, the body snatches. Yeah, inversion. I, I don't think I understand what the word inversion means in that way. It means to invert. It means to change something. You know, to the, to the opposite. So turning the body snatchers inside out. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So, <laughs> scene <laughs> fade in. <laughs> Titles, Titles. <laughs> inversion of the body snatches, font, um, impact, uh, he, bold, underlined. He, <laughs> she is a professional-looking woman. Um, her, br- her shoulder-high brown hair. Shoulder-high? Yeah. Shoulder-high, so that implies that it comes... It comes from the bottom. From the, it comes from, from her ankles. Up. It's ankle and hair. It stops at the shoulders. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that's incredible. She's hairy everywhere else on her body, right? But bald from the from the neck up. Yeah. I mean, do you think that on, um, I guess Chewbacca's world? Yeah. Um, they have to cut their hair when it gets too high. Well, well, maybe maybe their version of of. Of a, a a nice haircut is a nice area of baldness, you know. Like they would go to um, the hairdresser who would shave all the area that would otherwise be hair on our heads down to nothing, right? As a little bald bald area. And um, anyway, <laughs> no, Andy, keep going because no. I'm having to write this down. Well, that's because you're doing it line by line, Alistair. You're writing the full anyway. Script. Fade out. There we go. Beautiful Credits story. Credits roll. Credits roll. <laughs> Applause from the audience. Cast in order of appearance. They don't. They don't. They don't tell you that anymore. You know how they used to tell you mm. the cast in order of appearance. Yeah. Do you, you you don't like it when they just do it in order of sort of how big the star is, how much they're getting paid? Oh, some fucking random order. I need to be told what the order is that I'm dealing with here. What if I what if mm. I because I, I always assume it's alphabetical order, yeah, right? right? And then then if I see it and it's not in alphabetical order, I assume that my understanding of the alphabet would, is wrong, I've or maybe I've had a stroke. That it's alphabetical. No, neither have I. I, I was yeah, just, you know, I was just pretending. I always think that it's in order of importance of the character. Mm. You know, the star of the show. Mm. And mm. then, and I'm always shocked when I see a name yeah. sort of even uh, 10 names down yeah. that I recognize. I go, what's going on here? That's what makes me think about the order a little bit. I go, oh, it must be going some other way. Well, that's usually because you're watching a much older film, mm. right? And you're seeing some ingenue, yeah. some debutante, mm. right? Um, and introducing Cameron Diaz, right? She's not right. That up could the door. be right. She's Maybe a, that's what it was. This is, this is before her star has broken. Yeah, but you know, her first big movie was The, the Mask. Mask. The Mask. I think. Well, that's why she was and introducing. What was? What was the other idea you were just talking about before about the bald patches? <laughs> it was about on Chewbacca's planet. Yeah. 
because they've got hair all over their body, obviously. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So a haircut was a, a bald hair, but haircut, haircut would be a bald skull, right? They would cut that down to 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 being bald. Yeah, doesn't quite work. Does yeah, it? yeah, because that's like unless hmm. yeah, unless you you got lots of hair at the beginning of the the week or something like that, and then it slowly got shorter. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you would keep starting back on with having a full head of hair, and then it mm. keeps getting shorter. Mm. Oh, I need a hair. I need no. I need a hair extension. That's what they do. They have to <laughs> to try and keep it all the yeah, same. Yeah, because it's just nobody. Nobody length. ever wants to look bald yeah. or whatever like that. <laughs> I guess it's the same. It's so similar to here on Earth that people feel like they don't want that a lot of the time. Um. Yeah, so look, anyway, that's a good people. I love, I love, I tell you what I love. I love Star Wars discourse. I love yeah. how much people care about it. Yeah. And I love hearing their thoughts on it. I love any tweet that begins with Han Solo would never. I think that at least it's gone down at least a lot because now there's so much stuff. That Possibly it has. I've, I've actually blocked almost everything. Yeah. Yeah, the keywords yeah. on so Twitter. So you kind of are like culturally, you're frozen in that time from when you, from when you first, you know, f- blocked it. Mm. And that was around the time of like the Last Jedi or something like that. You mm. you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so you are stuck in that world. You think that that's what the world still is like. Right. I think the radiation is still poisoning the landscape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. a lot of it has gone away, and the flowers have come back. Yeah. You and see my grandmother ac- should let me out of the the um buried shipping container yeah, where exactly. we've been living and making love yeah <laughs> you and grandma <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. cool you and the wait you and grandma are you in the shipping container <laughs> i think i think if it was just you and grandma mm. and somehow at, at a young age you had started humping the, the shipping container mm. if it was just you two and your grandma was like she'd probably just be like We'll just leave it. It's just us two left. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. This doesn't matter. I yeah. don't need to try and correct this yeah, behavior yeah, yeah. in any way. Exactly. There's... You can actually be as free as you want to be. You can truly become, yeah. you know, an individual mm. because soon grandma will die and then I will I will be. You'll be the individual. The individual. Yeah. <laughs> they never talk about that. No. Being the last man on earth, about what that mm. means for individualism. Yeah, that's true. It's a... It's, I guess, in the way, it's the um, it's the ultimate uh, right wing fantasy mm. is that there is only one person yeah. left because that's the absolute. Although you know what they would hate, what that also means a one world government. Yeah, that's true. But you, I think that if I was, if I was the last man on earth, I wouldn't even bother with governing. <laughs> you don't think you yeah. wouldn't go along and sit in all the different seats yeah, yeah, yeah. and say <laughs> sort of things and I, I don't think the, the sort of all the tradition and stuff like that would suit me all the the pomp and circumstance yeah the, you know the wearing the robes and banging on the door yeah carrying the big the big staff big, the big like stick yeah. i might i might sort of have one of those big sticks on my back in case i'm not the last one because it'd be it's hard to ever know mm. Mm. for sure oh. i mean even if you wander your whole life you know you'd be hard to be a hundred percent sure you're the last one. It's true. It's a big. It's a big. It's a big, big world. It's a big old world. Mm. You know. Um, do you do you think there's anything in? I'm sorry to say this, mm. but a house, yeah, okay, that has penis windows, 
right? Okay. And like, they are like shaped like a penis. No, no, they're they're basically glory holes, right? But they're not for any sexual purpose. Mm. They're just to let you you stand up against the wall or whatever, yeah. and you put your genitalia through it, yeah. and you just give it some air. You just leave it, let it go yeah. outside, yeah. like you would let a dog out or something. Sort of like it's like kind of like almost like you know. This is like not Chinese medicine, but something like Chinese medicine where it's just due to a belief system that we just mm. think that that's good for you. Mm. You know, getting you know? some air on think, the... Like it's a Chinese medicine thing to think that that you should always drink warm water rather than cold water. Really? Yeah. yeah okay. And so... I love cold water. Yeah? I could never be Chinese. No. <laughs> no. Oh, Andy, <laughs> I hate when you, when you don't believe in yourself like this. Andy, I think that you absolutely could... <laughs> That's a mental block yeah, that you you're have. You're doing that, Andy. Okay? I think that you, you work could be, at it. You yeah. work at it. I think that you could be Chinese, and I think one day you will be Chinese. Actually, I think one day technically we'll all be Chinese, <laughs> um, in a sort of technical way, in a very technical way. Yeah, yeah. maybe on paper, mm. you know, or maybe on paper. Actually, they might. They might. Well, actually, they invented they, paper, they, they so might, they'd love that. <laughs> they might actually destroy all our paper, but all our papers. Um, our papers uh, are these now our sort of our identity documents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think they'd destroy the identity documents. Oh. I think they'd keep track of the identity documents so that they're better able to monitor and control the population. Oh, I think you would do that, you know, in, in people that you acknowledge as sort of being human. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. So we'll be I'm, more. Well, what about? Well, I want you to know that I don't actually don't believe in any of this, and <laughs> I want you to know that this I, isn't about the Chinese people. Obviously, this is if it's saying anything, it's about to, a, a comment about totalitarianism. That's right. Um, and that is, of course, but, people who eat everything. A totalitarian mm. is somebody who tries to eat. The entirety of existence. And you can often pick them out uh, out of a crowd because they're mm. the ones eating their finger. Mm. They won't stop even at that. If anything, they'll swear they'll start. They see uh, uh, yeah, uh, an, um, an omnivore, somebody who eats anything. Totalitarian. I'm just writing down totalitarian. who eats everything. Totalitarian. As a person who eats everything. Are you just writing it down so that I'll stop talking about it? No, no, no. It's just because I haven't written down anything for ages, and mm. and so um, and I've kind of uh, you know I forgot any of the bigger ideas that we've oh, we're like brushed. The dick a, window. The dick window. <laughs> so yeah. So dick window. I mean, I could imagine somebody kind of like t- giving somebody a tour of a house and being like, "And what are these mm. holes down mm. here? These mm. did the guy have pet rats or something like that? <laughs> are these like rat holes." You know, doggy doggy doors, win, you know, cat flaps, mm. rat windows, you know. I think also I I imagine mm. there's something about giving your genitals yeah. an experience that is just for them, right? That yeah. you that isn't a part of your experience. Yeah. So that even if there's like a huge wall, yeah. right? You can't see over or or go around, right? And on the other side, okay, we don't know what's there. Yeah, I like to think that there's a like a a home cinema for the for your genitals. Sure, could be a home cinema. Could be a rainforest. Okay, could be a desert. We don't know. Yeah. Okay, and nobody's ever had a peek through the hole. 
Yeah. So that's, this is a house when, when that has a hole mm, in the Now through. I'm thinking this is less a house and now this is a sort of maybe a geological cave. feature cave. or it's a it's a, a thing that was built thousands of years ago by yep. a civilization we don't understand. And with no eyes. And with no well, they we don't know. We don't know what okay, they did. Yeah. Okay, but and it's a huge wall with one hole at um at at, at genital level. Yeah. Okay. And you can go up and you can pr- you, you can press your genitals against it, yep. okay? And you can let them experience whatever's on the other side. And yep. it's such a test, you know, it's the marshmallow test for for a civilization yep. that, we, that we never break the sacred nature of that mm. and we don't, and by we actually, peeking through the hole and seeing what's on the other well, side. Well, we also don't know of any civilizations that actually have looked through, which suggests that... Mm. They probably get wiped out when they do. <laughs> if they do. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you know if there's any instructions on the wall that lets people know not to look there? Or is it just a kind of... I think it's an oral tradition. It's an oral it's tradition. It's passed down. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so there could just be a mouth on the other side of the, uh, no, of the I, hole. Uh, look, I don't... I, <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean like the mouth of a rock. You know, like a rock. Like a oh, rock of a mouth, cave like, or something. Yeah, like a, oh, yeah, a, rock, a rock face. <laughs> Has its mouth, <laughs> and by rock face you mean Tommy Lee Jones? No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> and and I don't mean Dwayne Johnson. Um, who? It's weird to see him now. He's going to be in a in a movie where he plays a good guy because this look that he's been sort of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, where he's he's been gathering this, you know, sort of slowly but surely, his look has become more and more extreme. Mm. And I don't think he looks like a good guy. He plays a good guy in every single movie. I know movie. he plays a good guy. But <laughs> I don't think that he looks like a good guy. He looks like a villain who's tricked everybody into thinking that he's a good guy. But, but hang on. But you, you started the sentence saying it's going to be interesting to see him in a movie where he plays a good well, guy. But he's playing a superhero kind of thing now. Right. B- Black Adam. Black, Black Adam. Black yeah. Well, I mean, he's kind of an anti-hero. So Is you'd he? love that. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily love it. Okay. No, no, I just want... But you're just interested by it. Well, I think he should just be a villain in everything. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I think he... His look is too extreme. Mm. Like, no good guy would work out that much. Mm. You know? It's sure. like it's like a... It's His driven priorities by a, are so mm. alien to us. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And... They would only do it if there was like lots of money in it for them or something like mm, that. And mm, then mm. Somehow. There was a big part of their identity mm. or maybe they're trying to compensate for something that happened in their childhood. But no good oh. guy would have something bad happen to, to them yeah, in their childhood. Right. I'm a big believer in, in that kind of karma. That's actually an interesting thing. Is that, do you see that much like in... Oh, they probably do all the time, actually. I was about to say <laughs> any movies where someone kind of hero had a bad thing happen to them. <laughs> A good guy, you know. What about? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that. Are there any? Are there any movies? I think it would be more interesting to see. Are there any movies where a bad guy had a good thing happen to them? Mm. A bad, a, a bad guy. Oh, yeah, he's born evil. He's he and he is and he is bad, and then he has a very positive experience happen to him. No, look, this will have happened as well because I'm pretty sure this is the plot of Hellboy. Really? He has a good thing happen to him as a because he literally comes from hell as a baby from hell, and hell then baby. he he gets looked after and you know gets cared for. By Maybe a given man? a banana. No, I'm not sure. By a fish man? As there is a there is a fish man involved. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any of the superheroes that are fish men. Yeah. 
stupid. You should never create a superhero that's a fish man because you realize what a nightmare you're making for everybody who has to write the story in the future or or make like, it into a film or something like that. We're like, oh, now we've got to find a way to make fucking water relevant to this. Everything's got to be wet for some reason. <laughs> that's yeah. going to suck. We've got to go into the ocean. That's yeah. a terrible place to it's, film. It's things. very hard to film underwater, okay? Yeah. And you've got, you got to think about the cameras and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So I think... Do you think they filmed any They should of... get the producers and particularly the you know the camera people, the gaffers, the lighting people involved at the concept development stage of the yeah, superhero. Yeah. And then they say, okay, what's going to be able what's, – what's a superhero that's going to mm. be very easy to render on film in a compelling way? Yeah. Okay, and then they'll say, okay, well, it's a guy who can't have any green on him because of the green screens, obviously. Yep. Uh, so, so red, uh, ma- red, red man. Red, red man. Orange. Okay, red dry, dry red man. Yeah. Okay, he doesn't – Sunburn man. Shit doing stuff at night. Okay, so he's going to have to be allergic to the darkness in some way, sort of like an anti-vampire. Yeah, do a lot. Well, do you think do you think the lighting people would be like, oh, that's hard to light, or they would be like, actually, that's going to be make my job really relevant? Uh, or I guess their their jobs are also relevant during the day. I think it's relevant during the day. It's just you know, um, also you know, they probably get someone in, uh, someone from the actors guild in, would be like, we actually don't like filming at night. Mm. That's very stressful, and yeah. also all the working out that we have to do to develop a toned physique. Is yeah, um, you it's know expensive it's, and that's a lot. So and it's, somebody and it's who's thin, it doesn't have to be thin, <laughs> or just, be. just 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 not quite a normal body. Normal body, they're red. They're bright red. They're bright uh, red. They're allergic to the darkness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like a reverse vampire. Like a reverse yeah. vampire. Um, um, could just be like a. Then they like, get the makeup and the hairdressing people in. They're like, what kind of it, short back and sides is that? Is that easy to maintain? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We can get them onto set, you know, in maybe, under 10 minutes. Maybe it could just be like a, a British tourist in Australia, mm. you know, <laughs> a sunburn. Although, you know, yeah. you could they do that, like going out But sunburn night, does sound like the name of a hero. Sunburn. Sunburn. Mm. Like that, because you, you assume that they can shoot beams of hot plasma from their hands yeah. and things like yeah. that, or from their eyes or from their mouth. Anybody who can shoot beams from their mouth in in fiction that's really interesting i i don't think there's a single person who could shoot a beam from their mouth in fiction Nostrils? i think no. because it looks too much like vomit yeah you know because like you see some that can shoot like you know fire from their mouth mm. um because you assume that there's gases I in think there there's probably even less who can shoot stuff from their nose yeah nose you don't really see yeah but i mean you could picture like them Closing one <laughs> nostril with the thumb. He's got, uh, he's got the Bushman's blow. Yeah, the Bushman's <laughs> blow. Like that. <laughs> like that. That would be an Aussie superhero. <laughs> really? Oh. oh, man. You'd probably bust a sinus in that in, in the filming of that. Yeah. You know, you'd, you'd, if yeah, your nose um, doctor would uh, uh, cost would be through the... Septum. Septum. Which Isn't that the bit se- that goes between the two nostrils? The septum? Deviated right. septum? Oh, yeah. Isn't that the thing that you can, like, corrode by doing too much dodgy cocaine? Sure. Is good cocaine fine for it? Uh, cocaine, co- good cocaine is actually really good for your septum. Oh, right, right. right. Yeah. Um, now, did we have any idea in this <laughs> that was <laughs> I anything? Think, I think, well, I, I, I mean, I would write down a oh, Bushman's yeah. Blow-based superhero. Yeah, low budget. I think he could be, I mean, 
Um, uh, oh yeah, the, so so this is the low budget superhero film. concept. Yeah, but I think you know, you then need to obviously spend, you know, good 10, 20 years pumping out the comic books to develop the fan base. Are people for buying the, comic the, books a lot still, especially I new ones? They are. Yeah, okay. I reckon they are. I they think they're probably. I wouldn't be surprised if people are buying more comic books now than ever. Now than ever. Because it is such a huge part of the... Maybe like five years ago, I remember hearing somebody say that they were like, yeah, somebody they they knew somebody whose dad was an author and they were like, actually, people are buying more books now than ever before. Mm. I reckon we're probably reading a lot less books, but we're definitely buying a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I guess all the stuff that, you know, with, with digital being able to have the comics on your phone and flick through them that way, they probably charge, you know, Close to the same amount. Like that's always the crazy thing to me is how much it costs to buy an ebook. Mm. Yeah, but you don't think that the, the labor and things like that are worth anything. You just think it's the it's the physical. Well, I mean, when it comes to the the work that the publisher does, yeah. I mean, the vast majority of the money goes to the publisher anyway. Yeah. The author gets a small fraction of it. Yeah. And when the publisher doesn't have to actually print and you know make the physical books and distribute them and but that when you sort say of it thing. goes to the publisher you don't you you include the money that goes towards making the book as well the money that goes towards making the book so like actually making the physical copy mm. um so like you know the the people the, who make the paper and the people who print it and and the, all that kind of stuff yeah that money you consider that going to the publisher no, I'm I'm saying I don't understand why it costs so much to make a digital book. What do you think I'm saying? So do you think it, like I don't think it costs very much to make a digital book. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you're saying Okay, so here's my I'm really interpretation to learn what I'm saying here, here here's, Alistair. Here's my interpretation of okay. what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, so you said I can't believe Ebooks cost so much. Yes. So that's the cost to the person buying it. Yes, that's right. Right. And then I said, what you don't think the labor and all that kind of stuff to, to get the book made counts as kind of like, you know, sh- should be in- integrated into the cost of that. And then you said, well, most of the price goes, goes to the publishers and they mm. kind of do that. And then a little bit goes to the, to the author. Mm. And then I said, but. Then, then you kind of made it seem like that was everything, right? And so then I said, but do you consider the money that it costs to make the actual book, like the but, physical but, but copy? Are you, but are you saying that the cost of e-books should help to subsidize the making of physical books? Is that what you're saying? Well, well, I would say that the whole thing is all part of it, of course. Yeah, sure, sure. But also that you are, you are paying for, like, you know, let's say if you buy a book. And yes, it's a physical 20, book. Yeah, physical book, yeah. and it's $20, right? Yeah. So a certain amount of that will just be paying for the book itself, <laughs> the, 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 the paper and, the, and all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? And then another amount is paying for the work that the author did. Yeah. And not just the time, but also yeah. the creative work and the yeah, value sure, of the sure, work. sure, sure, sure. Some of that's going to the publisher. Mm. But some of it is going to a factory and like to sure, people sure, there. Sure, sure, sure. The costs of right. yep, manufacture, yeah. All right. And so then when I asked if all the money going to the publisher that you were saying about, you said that most of it goes to the publisher. And then I said, does some of it go to the factory? And, you're, and, do, do, and do you consider that money to be going to the publisher? And you said, 
I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> well, when what? I was talking Some about of the money, when I was talking about money most subsidising, when I was talking about most of the money goes to the yeah. publisher. I think I was talking about the ebook. Yeah, I was just talking about the whole business. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so then, because I mean, you're not gonna, they're not gonna make the ebook a traditional publisher, and also, and and then not also make the physical copy. I mean, some of them might. They might, yeah, they might, but yeah. I don't. I, I've I've just never heard. Yeah, of that. yeah, but I also like. I I, I would imagine. I I, I, I still. I you, still. I, so, but is your? I mean, your you've 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 obviously. I've obviously said something that's a, you know, triggered you or offended you in some way. No. You think I'm wrong. You think I'm wrong in some way about something? No, I otherwise don't, I you don't wouldn't I, be arguing I, with I, me I was in this way. To clarify something, and then I, I don't think there was anything that needed to be clarified. But the <laughs> point is, uh, is your point mm. that that ebooks like are priced accurately or uh, I think, uh, I think cost probably, what they should cost? Yeah, I think because I think it would be crazy to undervalue books by by making the ebooks too cheap. Mm. Because let's say they were two dollars, mm. then why would anybody ever go and buy a physical book? Well, if it was like one tenth of the cost, I th- I think people, I, I you know, I think in a in a in and a, also how it shows the value of the writing or whatever. Like, what do you think would be a good price for an ebook? Look, if 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 ebooks cost five dollars, yeah, okay, I think that would be very reasonable. Many many more people would buy them. Okay, mm. you. And and therefore you'd get this much greater volume. You'd be able to make many more different types of books as well. I think because there's less of a barrier. You know, there'd be you know less popular um, books or more niche books. Mm. Would maybe the economy of, of economies of that would still still work out better? I think you know we'd be using less paper. We'd be destroying less forests. All maybe. that kind of. I stuff. I mean, I don't know. It just it just depends. On, they may have tested all of this stuff. And then they go. Actually, there's no big bump in in sales because they're five dollars or whatever like that. You know? mm, yeah, maybe. And maybe. the thing is, I mean, I, they're a whole industry, so I'm just <laughs> assuming that you know they probably thought about that. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, they they do also do that. Uh, what thing. I feel like they do also do that thing on Amazon I th- where I, you. I think that I think that <laughs> there's a part of your brain, right, that is on some kind of circadian rhythm. Yeah. Right. That 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 I don't understand. Yeah, and it every mm, hundred and fourteen hours, yeah. it pumps out a squirt of some kind of hormone that makes you want to argue with whatever I've just said or question I know. in some way. And I didn't say anything that was weird or insane. I don't, I just I'm not saying that you're saying it was weird. I'm saying that you know, while it's a suggestion. I think, and I, and, I, and I thought that there's some value to the suggestion. Yeah, I'm suggesting. Do you think this that, suggestion that would have might... less value if it was in digital form? Um, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I would be less likely to read it, even yeah. less likely to read it <laughs> than if it was on uh, in a book form. At least with book, I'll find it sometimes. But if it's in the fo- phone, mm. then it's it's competing against everything else. Now let's start talking about audiobooks, which I also think are overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but well, I guess I'm I'm getting them I guess for fourteen dollars or whatever for whatever the Am- the Amazon cost is. Yeah, which, but then you're paying even more labor has gone into it. Mm. Yeah, Do I know. You, and so you think that those people shouldn't get well? How much? What would be a reasonable price for that? I don't think they should. Eh? I think it's just reading some shit out. I don't know. It takes a long time. Yeah, some I don't of them, care. Some of them are, are 30 hours or so, something like that. So, well, ooh, 30 hours of work. Now I'm going to sell 100,000 copies of this book. But it's more than 30 hours of work because, as you know, as soon as you make any kind of like 
mistake with how you talk and then you got to go back and redo it and you got to then somebody's got to edit it and that's just hours look it just this it is the most just, boring episode know, we've ever I done i know i know and i can't stop <laughs> i think that makes it slightly compelling yeah. i think this conversation i think with how boring it is no. and how much it shouldn't be in the podcast all right we have to start again no we're not starting yeah, again, we have to start again. <laughs> but there's no way we're starting again this is going fine this is great people will be liking this I guarantee. No, I don't guarantee. <laughs> I don't guarantee that. <laughs> um, Alistair, it's, it's so good to be back in the room with you. It's maybe. okay. Yeah? It is good to be back in the room. I'm having a great time. I'm sorry if I've um, made you upset in some way. I think that now you get too upset about the thought of me arguing <laughs> with you. and uh, And then I have to... Is when I'm, I wasn't actually upset with you. I was trying to get you to clarify something, and and then, but then I you also find it funny to uh, accuse you of arguing with me when yeah. you're not arguing with well, me. But I'm maybe very that's happy not, to argue with maybe you. That's I want not, you to know maybe that. that's not. Maybe that's not fun or or funny mm. in any way. Alistair. Yeah. Superhero concept. Okay. I didn't think I ever finished writing down this thing. Alistair. Yeah. Okay. Um, you. I mean, we were talking about slow cookers before we started the. Um, started the the podcast, right? Yeah. And you were also explaining how, you know, your pressure cooker can allow you to um, cook things uh, very fast. Yeah, okay? yeah, pulses. Pulses and that sort of Got thing. Very high pulse. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, uh, what it made me realize is... <laughs> is All that, my energy's gone. Is it, is it, that's okay. That's okay. Um, is that, like, you know, room temperature, neutral you know, is probably a form of cooking. Just just stuff just sitting around is a form of cooking, right? So, Proteins yeah. and things are breaking down. Mm. And, I mean, there's also like there's mold and rot and that sort of thing. Mm. But if you didn't have that, yeah. could you just leave, If you know, if there wasn't the risk of like bacteria and that sort of thing getting into your food, mm. could you just leave it sitting there for like two years? Yeah. And then it would be ready to eat, because I think put the heat that we put into things when mm. they, when we're cooking them, it just changes the proteins in some way to mm. make them you know easier to consume, right? The molecules. But if you just left it sitting there, yeah, you know you could have. So, but you're talking about like let's say some dry beans or something like that. <laughs> well, you could put. I guess. I, I guess I am. Yeah. So, but you say saying like room yeah. temperature beans if you just let them sit there for two years that then they you, will you could you could put them in a sealed thing that's like an oven mm -hmm. but all it does is just keep out the bacteria right you put them in there i guess a container okay. yeah okay like a, like like the packet the beans come in <laughs> i think what i'm learning yeah. from this is that i'm wrong and this wouldn't work because it, very often we do leave beans in a container yeah, yeah, yeah. that b bacteria can't get into and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and they don't end up cooked after even a couple of years. No, no. I think it's one of the main things about <laughs> storing food and things like that is that they can last a long time and it doesn't room temperature doesn't cook them. It's like, well, what about ice, right? You keep it cold, but for a long time. Mm. Wouldn't it eventually Would melt? Would it melt eventually? <laughs> if you just keep it within the, the range? 
Um, I think that's why they they put on those labels like with milk. They go if you keep it between these mm. two temperatures, then it'll be fine. But then, mm. I mean, milk is one of those ones that pump kind of cooks at room temperature. Kind of does something happens. Yeah, well, I think yeah. it allows the natural processes to continue. Mm. Maybe mm. cooking. Like it could be cooking. Could just be you know, just what we do is we by putting it in the fridges that we imprison the the milk sort of alive bits in there mm. for, and stop them from doing whatever they mm. want to do. We just kind of sedate them. Well, it's kind of a um, like a stasis, right? It is kind of the thing mm. of like putting a human, you know, cryogenically freezing a mm. person. Yeah. And them, would you, would you live longer if you were in a fridge, if you um, were colder? Sorry, this is the worst idea I've ever had. Yeah. Right? But it's just... It's a guy. It's a porno set in the place where, um, where, where like Walt Disney's body and stuff like that is frozen, and it's a guy who wants to have <laughs> sex with the the men who are frozen, and it's called homostasis. I'm sorry, I don't even believe in it, but <laughs> but what a setting for a movie. Well, if, like, I mean. You know, it, 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 you're right. It absolutely isn't with, it. Without the pun title, yeah, it's just a guy who wants to have sex with the frozen bodies, or it doesn't even have to have sex with them. <laughs> Hang out with them. <laughs> okay, so it's a porno, but for hanging out. Well, no, it doesn't right? have to be a porno. It's okay, a movie. Well, <laughs> the guy gets the frozen bodies out, sits them what down I, because they're never actually going to be able. What to... I think is interesting about mm. um, the frozen guys, yeah. or you know, in that in that. You know, a porno set in a very cold location mm. is that just getting the penis up to sort of room temperature and normal flaccid mm. size would already be a huge achievement. Well, I think it right? would be it would be counter to what you want because then suddenly you're getting softness. You, right? You, yeah, there is there is a kind of little <laughs> inverse stiffy, mm. isn't it? There's two ways in which the penis become can become sniff, stiff. Stiff. That's right. <laughs> when it's very aroused and yeah. hot. And hot or when it's very, very cold. Mm. So it's a coldy. It's a <laughs> Yes. I've got a coldy. Um, and and could the coldy that I guess then the coldy could be used in a in a kind of cold sex kind of frigid that's right if you platonic sex you know that kind of like that spray that you put on your like a wound or something like that when you've sprained an ankle or something like that you spray it's like a cold <gasps> so excited oh, okay right yeah spray that spray on the that inside of the... any of your you know your orifice or whatever mm-hmm. like that so mm-hmm. it's really cold in there mm. and then you have sex with it <laughs> so that it stays colder for longer or you put some anyway. Forget. I think that the, I think that the more interesting idea isn't the sex idea. I think it's, I think the idea of a coldie hmm. and a new type of sex that is not enjoyable for either party. Okay, that is entirely based around cold genitalia. Okay, cold erection could could, <laughs> could could be something. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I think it's you know. I think it's good to take the sexiness out of sex and and, and, and maybe we'd then see sex in its purest form. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you wouldn't because then you wouldn't – then it's just moving then, isn't it? It is just moving. You know? I mean, mm. but also you probably wouldn't be able to ejaculate with a <laughs> well, colding. So then, the, but if you could, maybe there's a new type of ejaculation well, as well. Yeah, it's like that a, we would discover that you it, it has something to do with pressure and mm. the actual. It's like it somehow sucks the semen out of the 
<laughs> penis due to some <laughs> pressure differential thing. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody who's working in one of these cryogenic freezing places, mm. right? You're basically either just a security guard or you're somebody who just works there and walks you around. Monitors and sure. things. Or yeah, something. Yeah. You've got a clipboard. Yeah. The the unspoken thing about all mm. cryogenic freezing things mm. is that nobody's ever going to be brought back yes. to life. Yes, that is right? true. W- not, none of futile, us in the future give like, a shit about any of you who paid money. We're going to keep it going. Totally. So we can keep taking the so money. It's like a superannuation thing. We're going to keep taking the fees. That's right. Okay, until there's nothing left. And then we're going to flop you out and let you like um, thaw and soften like a bit of frozen broccoli but that this guy would then take them out and set up little like tea parties and you know stuff. and mm. it could just be like him and he's like he's having it's really good he's having like tea with a bunch of you know or he's having sort of like you know a bit of uh, some dumplings and stuff like that mm. and sort of walt disney's there and mm. maybe like uh mm. you know howard hughes or something like that a few i think that's really interesting does he go around and do the voices for them and that sort of thing i would love that yeah great yeah. And it's a quite a cold room. It's like where they would store beef or something, so he can get them out, and they don't like they don't yeah. thaw well, straight I away. They, they, they're, they're starting to thaw, and then <laughs> and then that's well, when he goes, "All right, I got I better get them back in." Yeah, you know, before okay. it's like a noticeable thaw. But they they get they would get freezer burn, wouldn't they, from getting taken in and out of the freezer? Uh, probably like a little bit, but yeah. you know, who's looking? Who's, who's looking, looking in there sure. other than him? Yeah, you know, I think once you once you start working in a job. Um, you you realize all the ways in which you can get because what is this is something I've been thinking about recently. Mm. What is working in a place if not casing the joint unintentionally? Sure. Right, you work for long enough somewhere, you will figure out all the ways in which you can steal from that place. Um, like I mean, you know that you potentially could. That's why it happens even on the highest levels. You know, somebody who mm. works. Um, you know, running some big organization, government thing mm. or something like that. And he goes, nobody ever checks if this money gets taken or mm. if this money diminishes mm. or whatever like that. <laughs> nobody, there's nobody's job or it's it's only my job yeah. to check that. Yeah. Like that. And that's why people go, oh, well, you can just, I'll put some money back later. I'll just yeah. take a little bit of money here. And maybe for now, while I took that money and then I lost that money. Yeah. But I might be able to replace that money if I take a bit more money. Take a little bit more money. And then I make some really smart... Some smart... (laughs) Bets on the ground. Some really smart, risky investments. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Alistair, what do you think of this as a sketch idea? Okay, hit me. Um, And I don't know if we would do this in... um, in a a sketch show that we would produce. Maybe we would. But it's, um, it's a sort of a... Uh, a, a a man pest greyhound race. So you know how this thing, and it's probably not super topical, but like there was a, for a while a big thing about like men bothering women, asking them to take off their headphones and stuff like that yeah. when the women are just listening to music and just having some time mm. to themselves, right? So what about this? You have a whole lot of sort of um, uh, sex pesty type men yeah. in the stalls like you would have greyhounds. Yeah. Okay. And then on that thing that they put the little rabbit on yeah. that goes really fast around the greyhound track, you have a mannequin of a woman with her headphones on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's jogging. 
looks like she's jogging. It looks like she's jogging. Exactly. Yeah. yeah great. Okay. And so the. And I think you, at first I pictured her like laying down. No, it's just no. kind of like. Oh, like no. So yeah. Her legs are sort of flapping, mm. flopping down there, right? And you let the men out of the out of the gates, mm. and she slowly starts um, moving along the track, right? And they start sort of jogging after her and say, "Hey." Hey, like, hey, gorgeous, mm. take off your headphones. So it's hey. not like, I thought it was like punishment for getting caught. N- no. Doing these kinds of things. But how do you convince the guys to get in there? <laughs> well, <laughs> like it- I, I, think, I think in this sketch type scenario, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're sort of almost like cattle, right? They don't really have mm. sentience. Yeah, they're yeah. just a sort of a, an animalistic type mm. thing, right? And so they're just sort of in there sort of looking around, a bit skittish, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't lead the, to any kind of rehabilitation gates. or anything no, like well, that. No, so, see, what happens is she can't <laughs> starts going faster and faster yeah. around the track, right? And they start running faster and faster. Mm. Going, hey, hey, baby, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give us a smile, hey, mm. like that, right? And she's yeah, faster yeah. and faster, she's flying her hair's a Laughing around, yeah. her legs are flying out behind her now. She's lapping them. Yeah, well, she's they're getting frantic now, and they're running like at top speed. And then mm. one by one, they die of heart attacks. Oh, <laughs> okay. I knew this would have a happy ending. <laughs> and then whichever one, yeah, is the last one to die of a heart attack wins. Wins. Oh, that's nice, actually. So. And so you hope that everybody dies. Everybody does die, but yeah, like yeah. you bet on which one is gonna <laughs> you yeah, you you bet on yeah, which one's yeah. gonna um have the staying power. It's a crazy sport. It's a crazy sport. It, it is a crazy it, sport. It would make it ways. even less likely that they would wanna go in there. But, yeah, well I mean that's another th- good but, good thing that they don't have any but kind how of inner would life. you I guess would would you set the trap? It would be like sort of setting a crustacean trap or something like that, where it's just you leave the front deck. Crustacean the, trap. <laughs> you know, like one of those kind of crustacean traps that's just basically a cage. Oh, they can get in, but they can't get out yeah, again. Yeah, that kind of thing. And so yeah. it's just like, it's just the front of the of the track. Yeah. Of the, uh, you know. They the, wander the in. And, but, but it says all... Oh, what would it, you know? I guess there's got to be some bait in there, mm. and I don't know what's in the second thing that these kinds of guys like that would lure them in. Mm. Um, maybe like a free drink or something like that. Sure, you know. Sure. And uh, I feel like a lot of like car shows or something mm. like that. Tab. Yeah. Yeah. yeah car. Yeah, shows. I mean, probably just greyhound racing. <laughs> oh yeah, greyhound racing in there. Yeah. I don't right, know. Well, look, look, I'll write this down. Sex pest greyhound racing. Yeah. Thanks. Um. You know, one by one, yeah, they 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 they, they fall attacks. to the ground and, and and die from a heart attack. I think, and I, you know, this isn't the main joke of it, but I also think it is going. It would be look quite funny to have a, a, a person on a dummy fly along like at that crazy speed that those. Um, I do, I do find that kind of stuff humorous. Yeah. You know, seeing piece of somebody moving fast. <laughs> that kind of thing. I do. I, I laugh. do find. I laugh because they're turning, which means yeah. that it's always accelerating, mm. right? Just due, I, because which I also veloc- find funny. Velocity is a vector, and I find that funny. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, I reckon we have enough s- sketch ideas God. that we could that we yeah. could go to three words from a listener. Okay, maybe. that's really good. Um, let's top off this most boring episode we've ever done. <laughs> Let's really try to like bring it home. Yeah, okay. So we have listeners. Okay, we have listeners. Is that right? Yeah, and sometimes they can support us on Patreon. And they can um, even send us uh, three words from a listener, usually right. themselves. Okay. Although not always. And um, and then... There was a guy who would sometimes send in words from his brother, I think. 
And uh, yeah, 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 that's right. So there was a guy, and then there was a time that Brian solicited words from the general listenership. That's right, yeah. Um, and uh, so anyway, I was wondering if you'd like to try and guess what those words are. Okay, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> do you want to try and first guess who the listener is? <laughs> and it's a, yeah. it's a, here's a hint. It's a new, it's oh, a okay. new oh, supporter. That's great. Okay, whose um, name you haven't heard? Um, Benjamin. No. Oh. Try one more time. Kate. No. No. Okay. One more time. <laughs> oh, okay. Elijah. No, but there's some similar word oh. letters in there. Oh, that's good. Similar letters. Yeah. <laughs> It's Will. <laughs> Will. Will Sanger. Will Sanger. Yeah. S A N G E R. That's incredible. Could be sa- sang- Sanger. I Could don't be Sanger. I reckon that's a. Sanger. That's great. Yeah? Uh, that's a word that feels like it does a backflip. Mm, yeah, that's right. You know? And it sticks the landing. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, now Will has sent in three. Words. Would you like to try? I know you've already done a fair bit of guessing already, yeah, but would okay. you like to try to guess what those okay, are? Okay, the first word is plinth. No, it is cro magnon. Yeah. Cro magnon. Okay, the second word, oh, you're magnet. Gonna... No, no, no. Do you want to have a second guess at that? Neanderthal. No, Andy. Oh. Ethernet. Magnon, Ethernet. I feel like we're already coming up with a, a great far side cartoon, right? It's it's far side, it's caveman tech support. Well, you just wait. Don't you finish that idea yet? Because you've got a third word to guess. Cro Magnon Ethernet Repairman. Carapace. Wow. Now I don't know what carapace means. Carapace means sort of the exoskeleton, the, the back shell of a of a crab or a or a a turtle or something okay. like that. And I also don't know what Cro-Magnon is. Cro-Magnon is a Cro-Magnon man. I know it's like an, it's a kind of caveman yeah, type caveman-y thing. Yeah, like, type thing. But is it just, it just means like caveman. I would say Cro-Magnon is probably a defunct like category yeah. of prehistoric man. I'd say that they probably don't use that scientifically anymore, but right, I can't right. be but sure. But it sounds like it was originally scientific? Or yeah, yeah. I think at, at at the time it would have been considered very scientific, the most scientific yeah, at the yeah. time. Oh yeah, right. wow! Oh <laughs> yeah, I like the way that it's got magnon in it. Mm. it does mm. make you think of magnetic or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and crow. Okay, Ethernet carapace. I mean, imagine somebody who has in their back mm. some kind of server. Mm. You know, and so I, I guess you know the brain is kind of one of those, <laughs> but you know there was more inf- in information processing and, and and passing through. I don't know what you know. What, what I don't see what it, any benefit would be, but more of like a, a brain, mm. but that's for all to to use. Well, I'm 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 imagining a type of a. I mean that that is interesting, right? A person running around with a big brain in a backpack, mm. right? And it's a sort of like, um, you know, like a tuk tuk or a, you know, what are those things where you where where, where people would pull you along on the street? Mm. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's a tuk tuk. No, that that that's, the tuk tuk has the motor, but the one where you they would run along, oh, yeah. like pulling you. Yeah. The idea of like in this, it's a it's a brain punk. 
type scenario. Everything right. is a brain. Well, there are there are lots of extra brains. We've worked out how to grow brains and that mm. sort of thing. And so if you need to do some extra thinking or something, yeah. there'll be these street vendors who are walking around mm. with a brain in a big wet backpack, right? Yeah. And feeding it chips and stuff through a through a funnel. You know what I like that if you maybe alive. you could pick a brain out on from the from the stall yeah. and just put it on top of your head. <laughs> And that it helps with, you know... You it has a, little tentacles that down into your ears yeah. and, like, connect oh, it to like your that, brain. Yeah, something like maybe even, like, go over your eyelid and just, like, up behind your eyes and yeah. everything as well. Like just, oh, like this that. is a really sprinkle, good idea. Like, you just sprinkle a little, like, a, like a root system kind of powder. Like, you know, they, they, sometimes you dip, a like, a plant Yeah, I, I imagine, you know, the, the, the guy who's working at the shop has got a big sort of crusty bucket full of gloop and a big <laughs> brush there, and he wipes yeah. it all around the top of your head yeah. and, like, dabs a bit into your ears Or you could even just, like, like psh, 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 like that on you and they just go spritzing it and that's sort of, yeah like so that. it needs a moist surface yeah. to be able to connect and you could do it with a big one with your backpack big one in the backpack I mean these are the guys who neck. run around and if you like need to you're making a difficult decision or whatever and you're just renting it you're just renting it you you just give him two bucks or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and he'll ask the brain what you should do and you ask it your problem <gasps> and so then you could that's why you've gone to like Indonesia or you've gone to Thailand or something like that because it's just it's it's like you know getting dental work. It's just cheaper over there. Yeah, you can rent, get your decisions made. Yeah, you over can go there. Thailand. It's like oh, I gotta get I gotta finish this report or this big uh, thing <laughs> like that, and you just go all right. We'll just go there. We'll get a buy, get a big brain mm. for the, for like a week. Oh, I love and it just sit so in it. <laughs> but the idea that you would you would you would. You know, so the backpack brain is one Do you think they're like whale brains and animal brains and things like that that you can just basically add on? Or do you think that we're growing them? Because, I mean, it would make sense that, you know, like in a third world, it's like, I don't know if Thailand Mm -hmm. is a third world. I don't even know if third world is a good term to use. Look, there's this new term, the global south, right? Which I fucking hate that term. Mm. It makes even less sense than the third world. Mm. It's probably just as offensive because it's just a euphemism. But the global south doesn't make sense as a term because the globe already does have a south. south. The global south is the south. That's what global south means. That's what south means. It means global south. Yeah, I'd never heard that. Or if I did, I'd never thought that it meant what you're saying. I'm furious about it. But could you imagine, like, so, because why would these countries have these brains, right? But Mm. you could imagine that mammalian brains, if you just stack them on top of your own Mm. brain, that they could be additive in some way. Sure, sure. So let's say they did have... (laughs) They go, somebody went and... Like an expansion port kind somebody of. Somebody went and hunted a minky, mm. a minky whale. Mm. And then they just like... But they, they now have a system for keeping mm. the brain alive. And so yeah. then they can just keep it in their stall like that. And then you can hook it up to your own brain yeah. like that. And you got to eat heaps more. You got to eat heaps more. <laughs> You've just because like when you have got this extra, it's huge, gigantic. Oh, so you're organ. sustaining it a little bit with yeah, some yeah, it's of like, your. It's like that USB power. I thought it would have its own sort of bucket. I mean, it could of be blood. It could he be. keeps pouring fresh blood. He, he into has it from different he has animals. a bucket there that yeah. they, that they feed on while they're keeping yeah. them alive, kind of like you know just putting flowers in a in a mm. water pot or whatever, and mm. put a little bit of aspirin in there. But once it's attached to you, <laughs> aspirin, they put aspirin in because it's not good for the brains. They're constantly in a state of trauma, so yeah. he's. Yeah. Always sh- the dissolvable gotta, Zan- aspirin is like, always they're, bubbling. They're crunching up Xanax in there and things like <laughs> Barocas that. Barocas and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And then, but then once the you cook, hook it onto you, you got to like be eating like way more burritos yeah, and things like okay. that to like right to, to, to kind of keep it working. Keep the like big key braid alive. And you're just going like, okay, oh, I better write while he's like, you know, yeah. this thing is like, and then, but then also sometimes you're having like 
weird flashbacks to memories oh, of this creature's this life. Such a great, this is <laughs> such a great concept, right? And it, you know, because be, because brains are, isn't it interesting that like for an organism, mm. the brain is one of the most useful bits. Yeah. Right. But then, and in fact, you know, once you're you've been killed. Mm. The brain, the awful, all of that stuff, yeah, is just waste. It's just garbage that yeah. we're like, oh, we got to bury this or burn it or something. Got to get rid of this. But imagine if we could repurpose that brain. Like we use every part of the whale. Mm. Okay, we use those brains for thinking, and yeah, they've they've worked out some things with various drugs and chemicals mm. and extra little electronic things that can turn basically the neural patterns and pathways of this whale brain yeah. into a functioning processing unit. Yeah. They've and got so many neurons that oh. it's actually really good. Yeah, and then also you could like... When you could, you're, when you could you're hook pet- a whole lot together of different... Yeah, <laughs> and when your pet dies, you could add it to like the central sort of computer system of mm. your house mm. and your and your pet can sort of still help run the house and just be like you could be like rover turn the lights on yeah turn the lights on rover set the oven where's my phone that's so nice yeah. isn't that nice for yeah. that pet of yours and then and you could still talk to it like that and it would react oh. you know you know, it would have some memories. It could maybe flash memories up on yeah. the screen. I mean, this is obviously if you could afford to do brain transfers into into home. I mean, you know, it'll be like where you can, um, rep- you know, repair your own iPhone screen, right? Mm. You'll be able to get a little kit, and it'll yeah. most of the time it won't work, and you'll fuck it'll up. It'll just be the a dog's you, brain. You take your dead <laughs> dog to like to like a little a little, a little booth stall, a, bo- in bo- the mall. a booth in the mall, like that. And then the guy's like, yeah, yeah, and he kind of just cuts through, and he's unbelievably good at opening up a dog's skull. Mm. And getting in there and sucking up the, the brain. brain out, he's got yeah. one like a tool that you've never seen before. And and just, he's always squirting it with something yeah, just to yeah. keep it going, wiping it down with some with a bit of like alcohol mm. and things like that. And then and then he just can, puts it in a little container for you, and it's like thirty bucks or something like that. There's a little can, digital display on the top, like it can yeah. it can it can commu- <laughs> and it says in that um, sort of calculator. Um, what do you call that eight-bit display sort of thing? It says yeah, woof. woof. And you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, it's you. You're still there. And I woof, guess you woof. could probably like connect your devices to the mm. to the dog brain. And so like, you know, you could either have like a little robotic dog or you could even just put your connect your dog's consciousness to your phone and you like your phone vibrates and you can like mm. pat your phone and things like that and you'd be like oh good, good connected doggy. through wi-fi or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah you know just like you know because it's like it's connected to the the home system mm. but you know i suppose that that means that you could see it through you know and then you know and then also every time a family member dies you attach them as well to the house. And so then the house, the family home, yeah. becomes all I mean, your I'm ancestors. I'm interested in attaching them to the house. I don't see a huge <laughs> excitement of what that offers. I yeah. do like putting them on your head and little tentacles going yeah, down. Yeah, sure. Like they would probably get a, they would probably get a squid body. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Squid body, which already has all those tentacles, and they've oh, got lots of neurons yeah. that go all the way down those tentacles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they've got that squid head that is that sort of very rubbery, flexible stuff. And if they were to slice that open, really yeah. stretch that out with some kind of force mm. of things, shove in like a brain of, of, of whatever, yeah. right? A marmoset, it, right? I guess it doesn't make as much like sense 10 to, to connect them to computers, but to connect them to other humans. And then, and then you put the... You put mm. the um, squid on the top mm. of your head and the little tentacles go into your ears and into yeah. your eyes. You know, I picture having a little bird brain on you sitting on your nose. 
okay. <laughs> like that. You go, oh, that was my budgie. You know, like that. Your budgie died and you just put it on there and it kind of sent the little tentacle things up into your eyes like mm. that, up and through your nostrils like mm. that. This is going to be the most fucked and disgusting film in the world. Yeah. I would hate watching this. Well, don't worry. It'll, you know, you'll still have to watch people sitting at a table with the frozen guys and things like that, having a tea party. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll, you know, you'll you'll feel a bit desensitized to it okay. after that. Yeah. Do you think, um, Will, is that okay? <laughs> Will, Will. Will, is that okay? Did that, did that distract a little bit from the stupid argument that we had for 15 minutes in the middle of the episode? I think that was good content. Yeah, okay, great. Um, well, I guess I'm going to take us through the sketch ideas, Andy. Mm. We got sense. Oh, no, no, see, it says scene, but I've somehow written it sense. S-C-E-N-C-E. Wow. Yeah, I I got real fucked up there. Show and tell in workplace. Someone explaining Migarang, a workplace where everyone is an alien, but with a human, a new human employee. I'm assuming that they sent a certain amount of aliens, uh, and then they, they they were there, they're working there, they're trying to discover mm, stuff about the world. Mm. But then the company that they're running as a cover is expanding. It's getting quite successful. It's actually getting quite successful, and then now <laughs> yeah. they need to, um, you know, to, they need to hire. This is the first new person that they're mm. hiring. In this, I wonder company. if this is the plot of Coneheads. I'm not completely sure. <laughs> well, I'm not 100% sure either, but I know... I haven't him, seen it. I know at some point, he, you know, he is... He has a job, though. He does have a, a job, and he does chew condoms instead of bubble gum. I hate that so much. Really? Yeah. I, I That's one of the bits I like the okay. most. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that bit would have been fun to film. To yeah, blowing them up like yeah. that. Yeah, okay. Um, then we got totalitarian eats everything. Mm. This is when I had to get us out of our... Our, right. our, um, I think we're about to get into another rut. So, yeah, yeah, don't uh, worry. And then we got the rock hole only for genitals. No one else has looked into it. <laughs> you know, and cultures. <laughs> it's an experience entirely for genitals. It's the second genital only experience. Oh no, that's true because there used to just be, there used to just be sex was the uh, mm. g- uh, genital only experience. Mm. But then, then faces we started got putting involved. all sorts of other stuff. <laughs> Around yeah. those areas. Hands and faces. Yeah. And yeah, so there's nothing that's just for genitals anymore. Yeah, Even being in underpants, mm. kids stole that by putting underpants on their head. On oh, the their time. head, yeah. 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 <laughs> being in underpants, that used to be their thing. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how long after the underpants were invented did somebody put them on their head. It was probably like the, the first pair. Was all, like was as soon as they're off the. I don't think you can do it straight. It wouldn't the, have been funny straight away. No, it wouldn't have been funny straight away. I think you need the cultural awareness. You know, it needs to become for you to be able to subvert I know, it. But in that I way. don't necessarily think that everybody throughout history was, you know, was this comedy savvy. Yeah, and they would have tried it and us. just gone, "What about this?" There you go, put them on. Especially, it would have been funny to 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 you know to smear that first pair. With just no respect whatsoever. Oh, go on my head. Oh, maybe it goes on this soccer ball. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, then you got the low budget, easy to film superhero concept. You know, mm. some of these are just you know, where you consult all the, you know, the, the lighting mm. guys and everything like that. Mm. It's probably just sunburn. Mm. So like a British tourist in Australia mm. who just, you know, I mean, or fishermen's a lot blowman. Of, a lot of people. Fishermen's of... blowman. <laughs> You mean the Bushman's Blow? Oh, I, I think I've often known it as the Fisherman's Blow. Oh, okay, yeah. But no, yes, Bushman's Blowman. Um, no, I mean, that's fine. The Bushman's Blowman. It's an interesting a lot of, you know, the Fantastic Four, they got their um, their magic powers from solar rays. 
And so did um, Sunburn Man. Bushman's Blow Woman. You know? Because it's like, it's like Wonder Woman. Yes. But this is she's a superhero a who, who uses the Bushman's Blow. <laughs> and she's a woman. And she's a woman. So it's the Bushman's Blow Woman. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's, <her. laughs> that's the name of the film. <laughs> Bushman's <laughs> Blow Woman. <sighs> I think is that everything? No, 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 no. Oh, right. Did you? And then there's a coldy. Yes. The, uh, have a, you want to have the, a coldy? The cold it's direction. It's a new type of sex. It's a new type of sex. It's still sex. Yes. But not as you know it, because normally it's hot. Mm. And then we got cryogenic freezer tea parties, you know. And then I mean, that, there's more to it, but it's about this guy. It's more of a, a short film, maybe a long film. Mm. There's no story attached to it yet, though. What about this a sexual? But of course, <laughs> He's going to get busted at some point. Yes. Sexual. sexual conversation for people who don't like each other. Oh, baby, you're getting me so cold right now. Mm, that kind of thing. Yeah, anyway. yeah, that's good. So, and you, then, so you can still... You know, instead, um, of, instead of talk dirty to me, mm. oh, talk kind to me. Ah, oh, yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Make me really slimy. Whisper really, good at this. <laughs> whisper really clean things in my ear. Yeah. Sex, pest, greyhound racing. In brackets, all die. Mm. <laughs> and then we got going to Thailand for additive brains, minky whale brain. That's how I wrote it down. But you get what it is. Yeah, of course. It's a whole world, Andy. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, it's going to be a brain group. Punk. Group, eh? Brain punk. Brain punk. That's right. Imagine you can have a brain on each hand. Oh, that'd be great. You know, maybe it gives, it's just, it's all additive, but also it just looks cool to punch somebody while there's brains on your hand. <laughs> You're not punching them with the brains. The brains are just there. I mean, could there be a type of boxing in which you do strap animal brains to your fists instead of gloves? Mm, maybe. You punch people. Yeah, in the brain. They they do say that it's a you know it's a sport of the brain, boxing. Thank you so much for listening to Anything Tank. We oh, were you really oh, geez, like that's embarrassing. that you did that. <laughs> no, we loved it. Thank you so much. And um, um, you can listen to me and Peter Thomas on the latest episode of Book Cheat, where we oh. talk about the book 1984. Really? Yeah. Oh. And it's really, uh, I think it's a fun time. Had you yeah, it's read it before? Fun. No, no, no. You hadn't read it? Oh, no. It's one I, of the few books. I, it scares me too much. Really? And listening to Dave talk about it, I was like, yeah, I'm glad I haven't read this because it's full on. It's real grim. But we do have a fun time talking about it, as I say. So definitely get on in there. Okay. And we also use the opportunity to plug our book, Gustav and Henry. And oh. so um, you sh- if you want to hear a plug for Gustav and Henry, I'm not going to do one now, no, no, obviously. No. But if you do want to hear that, you should listen to um, Book Cheat well, I'm with Dave definitely, I'm definitely going to tune in for that. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, because I I, love I do love hearing you plug that book, which is fantastic, by the way. Thanks very much. No Alistair. problem. Um, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. You know what? I don't think I've logged into the Instagram account for ages because I deleted Instagram and ah. then and I normally have like three accounts on there, and you know I got a lot of secret accounts and doing <laughs> a lot of leering and things like that. <laughs> And um, and so, but then I, I haven't gone in. So the, maybe somebody's messaged me mm. and I haven't responded and I feel really embarrassed about that. I'm going to go so, so get my account back. Right. Um, and um, uh, we love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.